Hello, everybody. This is Carrie with Dice Tales Alive. I want to welcome you to another awesome episode of our nerdy little adventure. And today it is something different. It is a little one shot episode in the vein of Call of Cthulhu. Imagine if Call of Cthulhu and Red Dead Redemption had a baby. That is essentially what you are about to hear, and it was GM'd by yours truly. So, if that sounds awesome to you, hang around, because first, we have a couple of sponsors and friends of the show that we would like to thank. First up, of course, we have Gaming Paper at GamingPaper.com. You can get all of your map-making needs taken care of in one place. They have awesome rolls of paper in isometric and square tiles, so all of you can get your maps drawn and uh, ready to play with. They also have these awesome tiles that can unpiece and piece together, kind of like a puzzle. So you can draw your map, take it apart, put it in your backpack, and get wherever you're getting and piece it back together so you have an awesome map that is solid and ready to play on. And they also just uh, passed a Kickstarter for transparent tiles. So anything that you have as a map, whether it is gridded or not, can now be a map for all of your tabletop gaming needs. Check them out if you haven't already done so. They also host our podcast. Great people, great product, givingpaper.com. Next up, we have our buddies over at Helpful NPCs, and their product, of course, is the Character Case. The Character Case is something that all the Dice Tales crew have. We absolutely love them. They are like a Trapper Keeper-style case that you can keep all of your gaming stuff in, from your minis to your pencils to your dice to your character sheets and everything in between. They have foam inserts, so everything is nice and safe and protected and definitely does not end up in the bottom of your backpack, like I'm sure has happened to so many of us in the past. It is a terrific product. We at Dice Tales all absolutely love them, and their product is available on Amazon. So again, check them out. That is Helpful NPCs, and their product is the Character Case. And of course, our guys over at Sirenscape. At Sirenscape, you can get audio, music, sound effects, etc. for your D&D or other TTRPG games that just adds that little extra level of immersion for you and your players. Uh, They have general sound effects and music, and they also have scenarios for specific modules of different TTRPG games. So if you want to check them out, we would strongly recommend that you do so. They are, again, just great, great people, and they have a great product in their uh, website and their virtual player their online player is absolutely wonderful. Check them out. We cannot recommend them highly enough. Sirenscape.com. And one last big thank you to you, the loyal listener. Thank you so much for rejoining us here week after week. We truly appreciate it. We would not be able to do this little nerdy journey without all of you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. If you like anything that you are about to hear, please feel free to check us out on all the social medias. We are Dice Tales Live on all of them. Also, don't be afraid to check us out on YouTube, on Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts. And of course, uh, rejoin us on Twitch, where we are airing our new episodes as they come. So please, please, please join this little nerdy community. We would absolutely love to have you. And of course, without any further ado, we would like to invite you to this special Dice Tales event. The Darkness Outside of Broken Branch, Part 1. Enjoy. The following scenario is a Call of Cthulhu game played in a Wild West setting. Because of the potentially disturbing nature of both the setting and the system in which it is played, 
Listener discretion is advised for this one shot. Right, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right into it here. Oh yeah, we don't need to do a recap. We don't. Because <laughs> there is no there recap. There is no recap. Here we go. Last time in Broken Bridge. This is what the other people did. Last time, down on the ranch. <laughs> All right. Everybody died. <laughs> okay. They were new people. The year is 1865. The town of Broken Branch is medium-sized and slowly growing. Until recently, it was settled in a territory that did not have a name, west of the massive swath that had previously belonged to France. Not too far back now, this lawless wild land became part of the budding nation, slowly devouring the frontier. And what was formerly an independent republic became known simply as Texas. Along with the annexation have come many boons for the town of Broken Branch. Opportunity, industry, expansion. But it has also brought less favorable effects as well. Taxation overpopulation, and, depending on who you talk to, the law. The town of Broken Branch has not gone entirely quietly into this new era, but little by little it grows, and the last vestiges of the old untamed West have begun to fade into the forgotten mists. Several mines have been opened, yielding all types of precious metals and ores, and if the rumors are true, perhaps something else. With the expansion of the mining industry has also come a wildly diverse influx of people. There are soldiers, farmers, gamblers, drinkers, charlatans selling all manner of snake oils and salves, young women and men looking to carve themselves a life. There have come fighters, lovers, givers, takers, and for one reason or another, all of you. The town of Broken Branch is quickly becoming quite the hub, and it boasts several local businesses. Everhart's General Store, Wilhelm's Gunsmith and Munitions, Dr. Voss's Medical Practice, the Ramirez Family Clothiers, and of course, Sheriff Comley trying to hold it all together. But of all the establishments in Broken Branch, none are so buzzing and popular as Miss Lorraine's, the local saloon. Miss Lorraine's has been a focal point of the town and even neighboring towns for as long as anyone can remember. It is a massive building with all manner of diversions. Anything and everything a person could do to distract from life's labors can be found at Miss Lorraine's. Music from a piano can be heard from down the street, as can the incessant shouting of Reverend Wanamaker and his son. He is as much a fixture as Miss Lorraine herself, as he stands at the front door lamenting the sins of the world and the sinners who frequent the bustling saloon. All of you have been specifically invited by Miss Lorraine to attend tonight's festivities, and because it is Miss Lorraine herself doing the asking, you don't dare say no. So, I'm gonna pop up Sirenscape here. Mm -hmm. And Sirenscape! I'm gonna say we open on the town of Broken Branch. The city is bustling. It's a busy day, a Wednesday afternoon. And we open up on what looks like a youngish girl, maybe of about 17. And Brooke, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, so I'm probably riding into town on my black horse rancher, uh, a ranger. I know my horse. You just got it. He's new. Great. <laughs> Nailed it. He's a black horse with a, like a white mark on his forehead. And I'm a medium height girl. Um, Dressed, however, with like a hat and then trousers and a white shirt. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, and I have red hair that would be pulled into a braid uh, hanging over my shoulder and large blue eyes and sort of looking around the town. Um, have I already gotten the invitation? At this you, point? I would say, have gotten the invitation, yes. How did you get your invitation? So the invitation was actually when I went out to Ranger Stable, it was tacked up right there. And I'm the only person who takes care of him because he's my responsibility at okay. the ranch. 
All right. I've got that piece of paper folded up in my Yes, hand. you do. Here is your piece of Whoa! paper. It's a frog! I love it. Wow. Keep the message to yourself for now, but feel free to open oh that. As this young woman walks through the town, um, kind of looking around at the town for where she is supposed to be, uh, we see um, actually a man. A man. A big, strong man, rugged and tanned from the sun. And Brad, would you like to introduce your guy? Yeah, so walking into town, um, wearing some pretty well-worn pants, suspenders, shirt unbuttoned at the collar, bandana tied around it, hat kind of perched back on his head, uh, heavy boots, um, and leading behind him a very stubborn donkey. Um, that is pulling a small cart uh, of just produce. He's leading this donkey into town, um, and in his hand he's holding onto a note uh, that he found uh, left on the doorstep of his little cabin uh, out on his small ranch outside of town, uh, tucked into or placed on top of an ace of spades, the, uh, the playing card. Ooh, how personalized, here's your note. <laughs> All right, and as this gentleman walks into town, kind of not noticing the young girl because they are both sort of like looking up at the buildings and kind of deciding where they want to be. They've both been to this town before, but at the same time, this is a very specific summons. So they want to make sure they're in the right place at the right time. Um, much more uh, bombastically, I would imagine, uh, there is a man asking for directions very loudly and kind of seemingly unconcerned with how he is viewed of this uh, kind of being a stranger in a strange land. And uh, Ross, would you please introduce Jed? Uh, well, I'm Jebediah Jed Langston II, Jr. <laughs> Or junior. Esquire second junior. Yeah. <laughs> yes, junior, junior. Um, and uh, he is a, he wears a leather hat that's uh, as level as he can keep it. Uh, he has messy, uh, unkempt blonde hair, uh, hazel eyes, and really gaunt features. He's like kind of scrawny and lanky, opposite of him. Um, and <laughs> he has like an unkempt blonde beard that's kind of thin, uh, but he still tries to do the curl thing, but you can tell that it, do that it doesn't really work. He's um, doing his best. Yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> his best. He's also got like a, a, a dress shirt and a vest uh, all like, you can tell he's trying to keep them fixed. Like they're sewn up, at, but there's tons of rips and like tattered bottoms. Uh, and you can see that there's a, a, a chain that goes into one of his pockets. Um, but there is nothing bulging out. Um, it's, and then just dress pants that are equally tattered, especially a big rip up the right leg and kind of like, dressy shoes that don't really fit the landscape that are also falling apart. Mm. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And I would say right at that moment, you are bumped into by what feels like a horse. Like you, <laughs> this is clearly a person, but my God, is this person unexpectedly solid. Liz, would you introduce your character? <laughs> <laughs> hey now. <laughs> I mean, the the wow. <laughs> I, 
say I'm an average height woman, but I am well built. Um, clearly uh, spends a lot of time outdoors. You might, she's very tanned. You might almost describe her as leathery. She's not, she's, she doesn't look that old. Yeah. She doesn't look like she should be that old, but she looks older than she probably actually um, is because of the amount of time she spent on the sun. Um, she, she wears, she's got long brown hair and it is also in a braid draped over her shoulder. <laughs> Uh, but it's not like a super neat braid. There's definitely some like fringes coming out the side. She's got a smudge of dirt on one side of her face. She's wearing a loose cotton shirt that probably at one time was kind of an off-white. It's kind of more like dun colored now. Um, and she's got uh, buckskin pants, men, men, definitely men's trousers. Um, it's hard to find ladies' trousers. It is hard to find ladies' trousers. Um, really worn scuffed leather boots. And she's got like a like a knapsack kind of, um, and she is definitely walking, like she is, she is on foot. Um, but yeah. I almost forgot, Ross. Oh. How did you? How did Jed get his note? Uh, well, he often stays at the tavern when he can afford it, so it just got slipped under his door one night. Okay, interesting. Perfect, perfect. And how did you get your did oh, you I, for, I forgot to say name? my name. My name is Jojo. My, my name enough. is Jojo. Oh, I, I didn't introduce my name. My name. <laughs> what is your name? My name is Josephine. <laughs> Josie. Hall. Josie. Hall. Josie. 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 And I'm Josephine Jojo Maxwell. Feels like I'm looking into my future. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And how did you, you get your note, time. Jojo? Well, I, I live alone outside of town on my on my. My, my little gold claim, and uh, my house is not what you would call perfectly airtight, and uh, so there's some cracks in my door. And when I woke up this morning, there was this note jammed in my door frame. Cool. That's perfect. Um, I am gonna say that at this time, you're all trying to find out where you're supposed to go, and uh, as an homage to our usual GM, would you like to read the note that you got? Woo! Okay. <clears throat> You are cordially invited to Miss Lorraine's saloon this Wednesday evening for a meeting with myself and other similarly capable individuals. One of my interests will be of your interest. You will not want to miss this meeting. With eager anticipation, Miss Lorraine Schuler. And so you guys are all um, looking for this place, uh, Miss Lorraine's. Oh, I know where it is. And I'm gonna say, okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna have I stay you there like, okay, all the time. Okay, so, so perfect. So a lot of you guys actually know where you are, where you are uh, looking for. Um, and those of you who don't, do you all know Miss Lorraine? I assume my mom would have told me to stay oh, away from that she place. <laughs> what kinds of things did your mom tell you about Miss Lorraine? Uh, she told me that there's all manner of sin that goes down in that place and I should stay away because there's drinking and there's gambling and there's dancing and there's people getting up to who knows what. <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta ask, upon hearing this, upon getting this summons to Miss Lorraine's, how is uh, how is Josie feeling? Oh, I feeling? can't wait to see it. Amazing. <laughs> and you're not worried at all about what your mom's gonna think, huh? Uh, well, what mom doesn't know won't hurt her. I told her that I was coming into town because we had some business. I had to deliver some money anyway that my, my parents sent me with. So mm -hmm. I just dropped that off at the bank and then... Perfect. 
Come on here. She's got to know. Amazing. No, she does not Already. need to know. She probably won't. And uh, so Miss Lorraine is obviously a pretty um, prominent local figure. Um, Jojo, what do you know about Miss Lorraine? I mean, I know she owns a saloon, and I have frequented it at times when I have some money to be spent on, on the drink. Um... I don't know that I trust her all that much. She's got an awful lot of money, and there's just something that doesn't set right with me, and I don't know what it is. It just doesn't set right. Mm-hmm. Tough to trust people like Miss Lorraine. It, it really is. Money. Understandable. Both of you gentlemen frequent the saloon. Um, do you know each other, or do you just know of each other? I think we probably just know of each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Depends on if you sit at the card games. I do. And I've probably taken your money a couple of times. Probably taken yours <laughs> right back. <laughs> so there is clearly a healthy uh, ecosystem surrounding Miss Lorraine's, it seems like. And um, like you, like the invitation said, uh, this invitation once for Wednesday evening. And it is right around 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock-ish on Wednesday. Now that is still a little early for Miss Lorraine's. But you are welcome to uh, explore the town, or you can just head to Miss Lorraine's if you think that that is where you would like to be. So what would you all like to do? Bats will lead uh, this stubborn old donkey. Um, What's your donkey's name? Moses. (laughs) Shouldn't Moses be leading you? (laughs) Uh, he's leading this stubborn old donkey that's pulling a, a small cart that has some produce on it. Uh, and he heads first to the general store uh, to unload mm-hmm. um, the wagon full of produce and then um, collect a, a bit of cash from Amazing. the uh, general store owner before heading over to Miss Lorraine's oh, and yeah. tying Moses up uh, to the hitching post outside. And he will stop and look the donkey in the eyes and say, I need you to be on your best behavior. You go biting somebody's horse again, we're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> That's yes. Behave. <laughs> yes, I will bite. Yes, I will. That's talking for yes. <laughs> um, the general store owner, Mr. Everhart, you've been in there a bunch of times. He's happy to see you, and he's like, "Where, uh, where are you heading to tonight?" Uh, heading up to Lorraine's. Think I'm uh, gonna play a play a couple hands of cards. <laughs> play a couple hands of cards, huh? Little uh, different than last time when you played one hand of cards for the night and then you were done, eh? Well, sometimes you just gotta know when to walk away. And <laughs> Indeed, you do need to know when to walk away. A uh, lesson you have yet to learn, eh, boy? Well, so far I'm winning. <laughs> as long as I keep winning, I'm gonna keep playing. Mm. That is a good attitude. Good luck. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. You would head to Miss Lorraine's. Should have some uh, some wool for you in the next couple weeks. Oh, well, I would be waiting. Yours is uh, the best in the county. Appreciate it. Um, Jed, how do you make your way to Miss Lorraine's, or what do you do beforehand? Oh, he, ma- he makes his way right Just, over there. He's it's a rule follower. Starts it. Starts getting in the drink a little. Okay. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. So, you are just kind of getting right to business. It's pretty empty when you get in there. Um, it's still pretty early, like I said, for Miss Lorraine's. Um, the guys are just kind of finishing whatever labors they have in town. Um, so, some guys are starting to stumble in, but you are one of the first. And you are waited on by a young lady named Clara. And uh, she uh, would be very friendly, and she would mm-hmm. offer you whatever you would like. So, uh, what can I get you? 
Oh, Clara, dear. It's uh, great to see you. Aww. You're looking beautiful as ever. Jed Jr., I will uh, just get you whatever you want and be on my way, if uh, you would. Oh, yeah. It's a, how about uh, in the, one of the... One of the ales. And I would turn around, Jet Clara would turn around and just give you an ale and be like, can I get you anything else before I continue to busy myself? No, <laughs> no this is perfect. Um, is, is Esther in? Uh, Esther is in tonight, yeah. She had oh. a night off last night. Oh, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, she should be in around seven. Oh, excellent. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll be around, but tell her I said hi if I'm out. I will tell her you send your very best. And she would then pretty immediately make her way away from you. And the tables are very clean, but for some reason she is cleaning tables. Um, <laughs> Just let's... get the fuck away. <laughs> uh, Clara does not super like you. That was, would be the vibe that you get. Um, yeah. uh, why she doesn't like you, you don't really know. You've never been anything but kind to her mm -hmm. and nice. Um, but she just, you rub her the wrong way for some reason. Um, Josie. So as I said, I would actually be going to the bank first, mm -hmm. and uh, as I get up there, I would open up this leather satchel that I keep around my waist, mm -hmm. and I would pull out an envelope mm -hmm. that I know contains some of the money that my parents sent that's for the taxes for the mm -hmm. farm that are overdue, mm -hmm. and uh, they are busy themselves in the ranch, mm -hmm. so they've entrusted me mm -hmm. to come into town and deliver it. The, the man who you talk to is very primly dressed mm -hmm. and um, much cleaner than anybody in this town and his hair, his hair is oiled and he would take this envelope from you and look. It's probably dusty itself. Oh yeah, the envelope <laughs> itself is like pink pen from Peanuts, it's just like boom! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's open it up and it flies out. Yes. And uh, so he opens this envelope and he kind of like looks inside and he, he has this look on his face like he's disappointed but he doesn't want to shoot the messenger. And he just goes, Dear, just uh, send a word along to your parents that uh, we will be eagerly waiting the rest of this sum. Of course. Fine day to you. Fine day to you. And he just kind of like continues to work and this is clearly less than what he was expecting. Um, Suddenly I know why my parents sent me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sweet thought, little thing. I thought it was because I was showing them how responsible. <laughs> So yeah, this man, his his mouth is pursed, and he, there's so much he wants to say, but he's not gonna say it to you. All right, well I'm getting out of there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't very like quickly, that I imagine. Nope. Very very not dusty enough. <laughs> That's right. Um, and uh, Jojo, what do you do with your very brief afternoon? I head straight to the straight to the saloon, and I order myself a beer, and I sit in kind of a corner table where I can watch the whole room and hoping for a few words with Clara before the And meeting. very conversely to the way Clara treats you, Clara goes, Jojo! <laughs> you old leathery so-and-so! And she comes over behind the, bench, the, the bar and she doesn't even take your order. She knows what you get. And she taps it for you and she like slides it down the bar to you and she's like, what have you been doing with yourself, darling? Same as always, trying to Pull that shiny gold rock out of the out of the earth. Mm -hmm. Rock, not rocks, I assume. Well, I wish it was rocks, but you know, business ain't been great. Yeah, never is. Gold is hard to find in these hills out here. 
Yeah, well, some people have all the luck. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you heard anything about this, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta know summon. I, I lower my voice. I gotta know the summons here to meet with Ms. Lorraine tonight. You know anything about that? Yeah, I do. She said she was, uh, calling capable individuals. I never thought it would be you, of course. <laughs> But, Shut uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she kind of like playfully like, but she is, oh yeah, she'll be meeting with you uh, and others I've heard. But uh, later on tonight, of course, she's never one to turn away business. I imagine she'd be meeting with you after hours. So uh, get comfortable hmm. and enjoy the entertainments whenever they get here. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, stop by if you get bored. <laughs> A uh, little chance of that. And she uh, then continues to busy herself. This is like right before the like rush hour. So they're really kind of, she and a couple others are kind of really like hurrying to get Miss Lorraine's ready for the night. Jed uh, is it's kind of looking at this interaction and is just like, why don't she like me like that? <laughs> Would, like, and he pulls out his pipe and starts lighting up. Mm-hmm. Would I know how Clara feels about him? 100%. Okay. So I'm going to say, actually, no, I'm going to actually say, um, make me a psychology oh check. Boy, oh boy. I don't think I'm good at that. It's okay. I tell you what, make it with an advantage, or a, sorry, bonus die. That means you roll the tens die twice, and you take the better of the two. I like that. Cthulhu. Hooray. It's not advantage at all. I'm in a mode. The ten. Oh, wait. The tens die. Ten I rolled the wrong one twice. Okay, well, re-roll it. God bless. Bless your heart. Hmm. Close, but no cigar. Okay, so you don't know exactly what her beef is, um, but you, one thing you do know about Clara is that she was from just north of the Mason-Dixon line. And obviously the Civil War is still very right. on people's minds, and something in Clara's past that she has not been willing to share with you um, involves that. You would maybe likely know as well that Jed is from far south of the Mason-Dixon line. And so maybe that has something to do with it. But you're not sure she hasn't said and you haven't been able to glean that yet. So um, I am going to say, unless anybody else has anything to do to talk with or just everybody kind of posts up, and Miss Lorraine starts to get busy. So... When I come to this place, because mm-hmm. again, I've never been in here, and <laughs> of course, probably not the sort to be expected around here, I'm probably going to tip my hat. I'm going to take my braid, I'm going to tuck it up in there, <laughs> so nobody's like messing with me, Ba-ba. just because I'm a little girl. <laughs> Pretty flat, it's fine. <laughs> And that was the last year Roberta taped her boobs. <laughs> um, I would say Clara would kind of be cleaning tables, and she would. Would you have seated yourself at some point? Sure. Okay. I go in after I goggle out around out of the corner of my eye under my hat. So I would somewhere. say Clara would be cleaning tables, and she would kind of like bend down and like look you in the eye, and she would say, "Can I get you a drink, honey?" <laughs> I, I think I better not. I would be openly watching her too. Of course you better not. And I would like turn to Jojo at the bar and be like, 
And, uh, yeah, and um, so some of you are drinking, some of you are not, but all of you are waiting for this kind of summons to happen, unless... I, I'm... Okay, once she's been sitting there for about five yeah. minutes, I'm going to watch her and see okay. what she does. And okay. if she's just, like, sitting there watching, like, yep. looking around, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get up and take my beer, and I'm going to slide in the table across from her. Oh, boy. Now, what's a... What's a... I don't want... Ah, forgive me for being forward, but what's a nice girl like you do in a place like this? <laughs> I ain't a nice girl. <laughs> well, good. Me neither. I've been invited by Miss Lorraine. Oh, interesting. Me too. You've never been in a place like this before, have you? Well, no, I don't live here in town. Well, neither do I. I'm out here all the time. (laughs) When I got a few few gold nuggets to spare. It's interesting. Oh, it's real interesting. Everybody seems to be having a good time. Oh, that they are. You know, they tend to have a better time when they, uh, and I shove my mug over toward her. This <laughs> <laughs> is a terrible <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, girl? Josie. I'll be dead! Well, I knew I liked you. You wear pants, and your name's short for Josephine, I'm assuming. Josephine? Well, mine too. I'm, I'm, I go by JoJo, but... Uh, really? Really. I think I heard of you. I'm, you? Sure, I'm sure you have, and Don't I'm sure it ain't good. by yourself outside town? I do. And my parents have mentioned that before. Hmm, I can only imagine the context. Oh, well. I'm going to jump in real quick, and I will say, JoJo is definitely somebody else your ma has She's got that rep. You know, and I pull, um, I, my hand, my finger's not on the trigger, but I pull, I pull my revolver out of my, and I kind of spin it in my finger, and I say, when you live alone, you need a little extra protection. And I put it back in the holster. It's a little old, but it works. Oh. <laughs> I brought a gun. It's a little old, but it works. What? It uh, oh, it dis- distracts. It uh, or distracts ain't the right word. It uh, deters most people. Didn't know it was okay to bring guns in this establishment. Oh, it's always okay to bring guns in an establishment, honey. Might be hard with a rifle. Well, yeah, it would, it would most of the time. On cue, you hear a shot from across the bar. <laughs> Whoa! It's lighting up. It's exciting in here. It's about five. I don't even now. flinch. Yeah, I know that happens. It's all right. Is it gonna be okay? Jed goes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like anyone. on his hat. Does nobody look like got, anyone, no one nobody got, shot. got shot. I was no, just a warning. Just somebody <laughs> firing up there. Yeah. Just a warning. Shots, all right. So it's when you're upstairs. That's when you got to be careful. <laughs> What's upstairs? Well, like the rooms and stuff, but you know when people shoot up, like sometimes the bullet oh. comes out through the floor. It's happened before. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, see, the thing is, I gotta go home tonight after all this, and I don't want mom to be on Do you? Well, yeah. I mean, one sip ain't gonna kill you, but I. You don't I get think it. she'll notice? Well, if you have one sip, that'll be long. Wait, I mean, how long are you gonna stay? Oh, 
while. I think I got this meeting. Yeah, I mean, one sip and then we'll get you like, I don't know, we'll get you some chewing tobacco or something. That'll, <laughs> <laughs> that'll cover up the alcohol. Because that's better. As JoJo leads Josephine down a path of sin, you guys notice that the bar is uh, filling up. The saloon is especially busy tonight. The smell of pipes and cigarettes hangs pleasantly in the air. People are laughing and singing and cursing their luck at a wide variety of games. Darts, dice, billiards, cards, arm wrestling, and even five-fingered filet are a nightly occurrence here. Five, uh, people of all stripes roam the massive saloon wearing what looks like mining coveralls. These guys have just started to come in around 7 o'clock, labeled uh, Schuler Silvermine. The saloon is gorgeous as saloons go. All of the wood is polished and carved with decoration. The bar itself is also quite notable as it is made of white marble with silver inlay. The dangling lights over the bar make the thing nearly glow in this dim space. <laughs> and it seems to draw patrons to it like moths to a flame. Miss Lorraine stocks a wide variety of liquor, tobacco, and the best hot meals for 100 miles. Wandering about the saloons are also purveyors of quality company, also arguably the best for 100 miles. Miss Lorraine's is almost never empty, especially at nighttime when food and drink just taste better and music is just a bit sweeter. Tonight is no exception. It is about eight o'clock now. What are you guys getting up to? I pulled a pack of tattered cards out of my mm. pack, and I'm teaching her how to play, like, poker and some other gambling games. I've always wanted to learn, and again, my pa says that it's not for young well, ladies, you know, we're not, we're not. We're not. <laughs> for one thing, it is dumb. stupid, because it's totally for young ladies. you got to learn how to, you know, survive in this world. But also, we're not going to put money on it, so it's all fine. Also, I'm going to explain to her what, what, the, uh, what the fine company is, like, just so she knows the ways of the world. Clara comes by and bumps your chair, Jojo, and be like, no money on that game now. There's no money on that game. Because that is very much against the rules because cards are played here for money and uh, Miss Lorraine definitely does not want competition. Uh, Bats will <clears throat> eventually kind of soldier up to the bar, <clears throat> kind of elbow his way in. Not hard. He's a very broad-shouldered man. <laughs> <laughs> Order a whiskey and then slide his note and the card uh, onto the bar. Um, mm -hmm and just ask the bartender. So, um, got this invitation for a card game. Any any idea when this thing's starting? Bartender takes your note and looks at it and goes, oh, oh and then like kind of uh, hands it back to you pretty secretly and be like, she'll be in, uh, she'll be in round 10. And that's, and then he like hurries away from <clears throat> All right, better make it a double then. And uh, he slides one more uh, glass to you and uh, it is pretty damn good whiskey. I'll just kind of look out, make eye contact with some random stranger. So there is, uh, like I said, there are a lot of things to do here. There's good music on. Um, there is, uh, there's poker, there's games. You can play darts, liar's dice. Yeah, bats will play poker waiting for, oh, there's poker. if there's two hours Jed. to kill. Yeah, yeah, Jed's gonna make his way to the poker table as well. Yeah. What do you say, fellas? Got room for one more? Um, and the uh, person who's working the poker table tonight is actually um, a lady. And as soon as you say fellas, she goes like... <laughs> and like, looks at you. And, and, and lady, of course. <laughs> and you would get the idea, 
you notice several people around this bar. You have been in here a lot, but you have never been in on like a really busy night. This is a really busy night, and you would see that she's wearing the same color as people at the other games and a couple mm. of even people serving drinks. So you get the idea that she works here. Um, and one thing that you notice about her is that, uh, well, I tell you what, this is a game. Spot hidden check. Make a spot hidden. All right. Make it too? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you're also playing. playing. Absolutely, you're playing. Oh, what is I like that I, um, I'm really bad at gambling, so it makes sense that I just... All right, so on. try to get under my... Oh, nice. Um, does it matter if oh, it's half or fifth? So if it's fifth, that's an extreme that. success. So, so what did... I got the half. You got the half. Mine's so that's just a success. regular success. Success. All right, so you would both notice this then. Um, this woman has her hat sort of like tilted to one side. The brim is very straight. And uh, not many people are wearing hats in here, so this is already notable. But um, you would notice that maybe the reason she has her hat tipped like this is about half of her face is covered with what looks like burn scars. And um, this kind of makes her expression pretty unreadable. Um, so mm. you get the idea that she's pissed off at you for insinuating that only men are playing this game, but you can't really tell. She might be wrong. Um, <laughs> and she would uh, wait for the, the table to kind of fill up, and then she'd be like, All right, fellas, five cards stood. You got to give up at least three. You got to keep one in your hand. Any questions? No, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to have you both roll a luck check, please. Luck check? Luck oh. check. You gotta roll above your luck. This is one of the few oh, checks in Call of Cthulhu that you have to roll above. Got it. 79. Ooh. Uh, I also got it. <clears throat> oh my goodness gracious, boys! Wow, <laughs> <laughs> great. Balls. So, um, you guys place your bets, um, and uh, you are all dealt your cards. She kind of looks at her hand and is like, and again, you kind of realize this, maybe this scarification in her line of work specifically is almost an advantage because you cannot tell what this woman has on her <laughs> And so, um... Built-in poker face. Yeah. She, like, throws in two, takes two off the top, and she's like, how many cards? One. She hands you one. You? Uh, I'll go two. Hands you two right off the top. It goes around the table to the one other gentleman that's sitting there. Um, gives him three because he must have had a, just muck. Um, and uh, she looks at her hand again and uh, she kind of like, you think that maybe you see just a hint of a smile. And she would lay down two pair uh, kings over fives. And uh, with your uh, hand, I'm going to say, what was your luck? What was your roll? My roll was 70, my luck score is 60. What was your roll? 79, and my score is 45. So you win. What do you have, and what do you have? I'm going to have you lay your hand first. <clears throat> Got a full house, oh. but it's uh, sixes and sevens. So you've already beaten this woman, and she kind of like... And then, uh, what did you have? Four of a kind. Oh, and what was the four? What, what uh, part? I'd say queens. <laughs> queens. And you'd be like, and then uh, the guy next to you looks, he throws his hand in because he knows he can't beat that. And she's like, well, that's probably about the only four ladies you'll be getting tonight. And she sh shoves the uh, shoves the pot at you. And, uh, and then... Um, that's just kind of chuckles to himself. Like, well, <laughs> you fine ladies they are. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas sticking around? 
play another one. And uh, she shuffles the cards, deals again, and I imagine it kind of goes on that way for a while. Would you boys like to play one more hand out here? The entire time they're at the table uh, with this particular dealer, anytime Bats is not looking at his card, <laughs> he's just kind of staring at her face a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, anytime she looks his way, he looks away. Um, but there's definitely a memory kind of brewing under the surface. Mm -hmm. um, and, the, and Judd definitely looks like he plays this mostly just for fun. Like he's just yeah. having... He's just having a good time. Having a great <laughs> fucking time. Win or lose. Quite the savings built up, so... <laughs> um... And, uh, yeah, she, you can't tell if she's noticed that you've, you're kind of staring, um, but she does kind of always tend to look at you just at the right time, you feel, and so maybe she is. Um, but you guys, uh, I tell you what, go ahead, I'm going to have everybody make a spot hit. Go ahead, everybody make a spot hit. <clears throat> ooh, uh, ooh, success. Nice. Success. Is that a five? That is a critical success. Yeah. That's a really Mojo critical success. Jojo, you yeah. have been here many Mojo times. Mojo Jojo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so boys, because you're at the card table and you both got a success, you would notice a pretty girl um, come over every so often and kind of lean down and talk to this lady. Um, this is Clara, not that they would know maybe. Or well, I guess you would I'd know. know yeah, you would know. Yeah. Um, and uh, every so often she would just kind of whisper and then Clara would kind of disappear for a little bit. And just that just happens maybe as you've sat there for about a couple hours. That happens maybe three or four times. What you guys would notice, uh, I guess, Josephine, what you would notice, Josie, is that Clara is doing this to a lot of people in here. Like, she is going around to what the people who appear to be working these games, and then she kind of, like, makes her rounds, and then she disappears. And then, and that's what you notice. Am I... Bring it to her attention, mm -hmm. so that might oh. be what causes you to oh. have your extreme. Because yeah. I might say, well, what's she doing over there with all the tables? Mm -hmm. And now in addition to that, you are keeping an eye specifically on Clara. And what it really looks like she is doing, what you notice in addition to um, everything else, is that Clara, when she makes her rounds, she comes back behind the bar and she pulls out a little pad and she writes it down. You don't know if maybe she's keeping numbers, if she's keeping profits, if she's keeping notes on patrons, like maybe at the poker tables if somebody starts to look like they're cheating. Mm -hmm. Then uh, maybe she's making a note of that. Um, but you would just notice that she is kind of keeping tabs mm -hmm. here. Um, maybe in Miss Lorraine's absence, uh, you, you wouldn't know. What all of you notice at about this time, it is right around 10 o'clock, the crowd in this bar kind of shifts and it shifts towards the door and like there is some kind of a commotion happening that you would that you would notice and it's it's people seeming to be very excited by something by the door and like greeting somebody and if you would look i guess to tell you what this is totally separate another spot hidden totally new mm, that's a <clears throat> All right, <laughs> Josie, you are the only one who knows, and maybe it's because you're curious. These people more frequently at this saloon. This is like I know what's excitement happening. is. Yeah, <laughs> you are just laser focused on everything in here because it's all new and just dewy eyed. Yes, exactly. So you're really looking over at the door, and what you see, kind of through this crowd of people, is 
a red-haired woman who is just about the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. And you have seen this woman one other time in your life. And she is just ivory-skinned, bright red hair, and people are greeting her as one would greet a celebrity or a politician or somebody of great importance. And you have, uh, I'm going to have you make an idea check. This is an intelligence. Okay. Uh, fail. You have no idea who this is. It's somebody important. And I've seen him before. And you've seen him one but I time can't before. Place it. I'm yeah. just staring. And people are very excited. And this woman um, eventually is like making her way to the bar, and she uh, makes her way behind the bar, like behind, like in the back. And then maybe only five minutes later, she comes out, and she is now working the bar. You all see this woman now, gorgeous, red hair. She's got her shirt pulled up to the to the elbows. Um, but she is uh, working this bar, and you guys get a hunch that this is probably Miss Lorraine. People are greeting her and talking to her like like she is very famous. I don't think she's all that. You <laughs> don't think she's all that? Look at that. <laughs> People think she's just so special, just because she's, she all that special. Well, she runs this place, and it seems pretty special. Ostentatious, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and you would notice it's weird because, like, the way she came in here, she was very ladylike and very demure, but now when she's, like, behind the bar, she's calling out orders to people, and she is, like, there are men, like, gruff men. Uh, like bats coming up to her and talking to her like they're her brothers and like she's just laughing with them and she appears to just win the room and it is it is people when she was on her way in people were almost like reaching out to like touch her shoulder almost like depictions you've seen of like religious figures mm -hmm. um, she is very clearly a person of influence here and um getting some Marilyn Monroe vibes oh, here yeah 100% just a siren and um bats i'm going to have you go ahead and make a spot hidden specifically you how perceptive is Josie usually when it comes to like their other people, like when you're talking to someone? I'm wondering if you would pick up on why I'm so dismissive. I don't think we're oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. That's an extreme success. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Seven. Um, boom, boom. Right at that moment, Clara comes over to you both and she sets down a shot of whiskey for each of you. And then as you look up and look around, you almost, it's like your gaze is drawn a certain way. It's not even like you're looking around. You knew right where to look somehow. And it's at her, at the bar, and she just gives you a wink. And then she continues to work and continues to talk and just kind of, again, work this room and laugh. And the music, it's almost like the music is sweeter now. And the people, you hear, ah, like people are winning at poker hands more, or winning at darts. and. Just the whole room has come up that she is now here. I have taken out my note and I'm looking at it um, because I'm not sure when I'm supposed to talk to her and now I'm a little overwhelmed with the idea. So I'm just sitting here looking it over and I'm looking up at her. I suspect she'll come over here because we I got a note that looks like a lot like that. You got the same note? 
right yeah. then Clara comes over and drops a shot of whiskey and then she has another shot that has milk in it. <laughs> oh, come on. I can do that. <laughs> bring another one of, bring another one of these and I hand her my whiskey. There's hardly any. <laughs> It's called a shot. Tip it back. <laughs> All right, here we go. Amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> I clap her on the back. <laughs> Incredible. Oh god. Oh. Yeah. God. Well, cheers, bats. Thank you, Miss Claire. I do down the milk shot, but then I wait, <laughs> I wait for the whiskey to come. <laughs> oh, it's gonna curdle. Yeah. The milk so, shot. <laughs> you two specifically and Jojo would smooth, notice. Right? This is not the whiskey you normally get. This is. I didn't. I didn't drink it. She drank oh, it. You didn't have a little sip there. You didn't have a Okay. You didn't have any. No, it? I gave it to her. And it was a waste. <laughs> I, well, I asked Claire to bring me one. Yeah. This is. Oh yeah. This is maybe not even on the shelves. Good whiskey. Like it's. It was like air. You almost didn't even need to swallow it. It was. was it was incredible. Was I like this stuff. <laughs> In trouble. It's real good. You drink too much of it, you get a bit of rot gut, but it's good stuff. <laughs> nice and smoky. Where's Miss Lorraine been hiding this? <laughs> I don't know, but I want more. And uh, I would say, too, when she um, uh, sits the, the shots down, she would lean down to both of you and be like, two o'clock. And then she would just kind of walk away. And she would have said, said the same message to you, and you get that maybe that is when Miss Lorraine is going to meet with you. Oh, we got time. <clears throat> and you do. So, I'm, I'm sorry. In what morning? time are your parents expecting you back? <laughs> well, it didn't quite say. Um, do they know about the note? It said evening. No, I'm assuming they don't know about the note. Tell them about the note. Right. So, um, she she ain't meeting with us till two in the morning. So you're gonna be home. Like, uh, you might want to like send your horse back with a message for your parents or something. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Passenger pigeon or something like that. Passenger, passenger <laughs> pigeon. Mr. Ray does everything. One of the pigeons pigeon you tie a note to the leg of and you send it off. Isn't that a messenger, messenger pigeon? No, we're, we're, didn't yeah, they use? Both. They, they, well, they're extinct. Ranger Wait, now I just imagine like a mouse or messenger pigeon. No, there was such a thing as a passenger pigeon at one point. I think you're right. I don't know if they used them to carry messages, but and they went extinct. Don't like passenger. Want to send my rifle off and I got it. Oh, just no, imagine like a little that. person yeah. riding a pigeon now. <laughs> I got the bullets in my satchel. <laughs> you just got right. random loose bullets in your satchel. I was like, no, it'll steal it if the bullets aren't on it. Are you a good shot with that thing? Oh yeah. So how are you all spending? How are you all spending your evening then? Like what's so you? You do have time. It's now. I would say at this stage, it's probably about eleven. So you've got a couple of hours yet. Um, and it's I'm does how, a note to my how parents. well has Bats been doing at the table? Uh, go ahead and make a luck check. We're just gonna use this as a blanket. Like, yeah. Should I do that as well? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna use some luck. Because I missed it by two points. Okay. I don't know if you can use luck on a luck check. Okay. So we're going to say that you are almost breaking even, but just not Just quite. barely failed. Just barely. And you just I barely failed as well. So you're doing about like bats. You're not quite even, but you're losing just a little bit. But just well, a little bit enough that there's still hope. And they well, can probably stay. <laughs> well, I ain't hot right now. I'm going to... I think I'm going to step away. It has been a pleasure. <laughs> and he's going to go try to find Esther. So uh, you would uh, you would find Esther and she'd be like, oh, Jed Jr. 
Esther. Look, how, how stunning as usual. Oh, you are such a dear. How you doing tonight, baby? Can I interest you in uh, some fun? Oh, that, you read my mind. <laughs> and she would uh, reach right around and give your ass a squeeze Ooh. and lead you to the usual room. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, yeah. And he's just smitten. Just mm-hmm. like... Do I see this happening? Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to make you make a spot hidden. I, I nudged Josie and kind of pointed out and tell her He does <laughs> he just Sorry, He just has a shitty grin. Got like, it. he is smitten. And, uh, Not hiding it. Oh, honey. <laughs> she would be leading the way, as is her custom, mm-hmm. but she, you would be following closely behind, and she has you by the hand. And, um, yeah, you go to a room that you have been in many times, and you get her services. And... <laughs> acquire her you services. acquire her services. Pay for her services. Um, and I am okay. going to say, yes, while she okay. is reading uh, the note that you send home to Mommy and Daddy, go ahead. All right, so uh, I wrote, Mom, Paul, it seems that unfortunately the bank was closed for some kind of situation, but they said that it'll be open in the morning. I'll be along after they're open again. I've got a room in town. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Joseph. Yes. Spent our tax well money on a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they can't fucking afford the ranch. Um, Jed, uh, mm-hmm. Esther is having a good night. And so are you. Oh yes. <laughs> you get uh, you get a plus ten power bonus for the next two days. Whoa! Yeah. Damn! So, congratulations. Anybody it's else like want to Like GTA rules. <laughs> Specifically Esther. <laughs> Esther's magic man. She's having a good night. Um, okay. And he is un- under a spell. Like if he was like Pepe Le Pew, he oh, would yeah. just be floating be along. Floating on it's... a pink. <laughs> So yeah, so you guys are just uh, chilling and he's having a good time. I'm gonna and tie this she's up, taken uh, care of. Onto onto Ranger and send him off. What do you do with your rifle? Uh, I'm going to take it off and bring it in. Do you just have it in your hands? She said I could. Oh yeah, you can. No I'm gonna come in. I'll probably just sling it around me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this kid now has a gun, yep. and uh, I'm less. I, I feel less self-conscious going in, so I got my hat up a little more. Not a ton of people <laughs> give you a look, but some of the old heads in here kind yeah. of are looking at you like just the way you're carrying it, yeah. the way you're carrying yourself. Yes. They know that this is not super normal for no. you. And yeah, it's not my territory. <laughs> yep. Yep. But you have shadows. You're yeah. feeling good. <laughs> uh, a couple hands after Jed has left the table, mm-hmm. and Bats has consistently been in the final two for betting, but okay. not winning hands. Finally throws his cards down and says, I'll be back. I just, I need a hard reset. And he'll go up to the bar. <laughs> a hard reset. And then this, this lady would kind of like tip her head up with her hand. That's a hard reset. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, she would like tip her head back down again and just continue dealing to the people. Your seat is very quickly filled. Yep. Um, He'll lumber up to the bar. Um, seems I'm gonna be here for a while, so uh, could I could I get a cup of coffee? Cause um, who are you asking for this cup of coffee from? Whatever bartender. The only person working the bar right now is Miss Lorraine. All right. Um, and she would uh, she would come over to you and she would be like, "What is your last name?" <laughs> Chandler. Chandler. She'd be like, Bartholomew Chandler. Miss Lorraine, good evening to you. <laughs> good evening to you. I assume you got my note. I, I did. How'd you like your whiskey, son? It's quite good. Um, 
You got any more of that lying around? And you Maybe don't even, my, you my don't even with? see her do it. But all of a sudden, there's a shot of whiskey right there. I mean, she must have. Like, you maybe you're a little in the sauce already, like, but it was just there. She poured it for you, must be. But it was just right in front of you, and she just kind of, like, looks down and uh, says, help yourself, no challenge. Where'd you get this stuff? Because it's better than what you normally stock. <laughs> it's better than what I normally serve. I have that for my finest patrons. It's in the back room, of course. Been a while since anybody said I was the finest. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you are tonight, baby. And she has a cup of coffee for you, and she would hand you that as well, and another shot. He'll take his, take the shot, <laughs> pour, pour it into the coffee, the coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> reach around in his pockets, find some rolling papers, and go out onto the porch of the saloon, just get some fresh air, uh, the cool of the night, go sure. pat Moses. Drink his coffee outside mm -hmm. before rejoining the uh, mm -hmm. the noise. Anybody else have anything? Did I ever actually get a shot of whiskey? Oh, that you got a oh shot I did. Of okay, so and I, it is like the best you've ever had in your life. It doesn't even burn almost. I would explain to uh, uh, to Josie that that is it's not <laughs> usually quite <laughs> this good. So if you take you know watch it if you take another shot ever yeah. it's not going to taste like chill on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like perhaps I've been ruined for all of the whiskeys because of this. I kind of look up at the bar. It, is Miss Lauren watching us at all or? Um yeah, you would okay, so yeah, you almost feel her eyes on you and if you're not sure, you can turn around and look. Like you're you I would imagine you guys are sitting with your back to the bar. And Well, we'd be sitting across from each other cuz I'm yeah. teaching oh, to play okay. cards. So one of you sitting with your back to the bar. If you choose to look, do you look at her? Yes. She would be like cleaning a glass and right when you look at her, she looks over at you and she just gives you like a nod. She definitely knows you're here and she, she sees you and she sees you both. I just kind of look at her with like, it's not a hostile look, but it's just like a wary. She, like... Would, she would look at you and she'd be like. So uh, what kind of place do you live in? Well, it's a, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a roof over my head, but. Not much more than that. It leaks a little bit when it rains and uh, a little windy, a little cold when it gets chilly out. You always lived there by yourself? Well, since I moved here, yeah. How long have you been here? Eh, a number of years. I've been here my whole life. Born on the... You said something about a farm? You live with your parents on a farm? On a ranch. On a ranch. Cat ranch. All right. Where'd you come from? Missouri. What's it out like that way? A little less dry. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Missouri. Less dry. Lots of No offense to any New Yorkers to our Missouri fans. Lots of people trying to trying to eke out a living on on homestead farms. That's what my parents do. I didn't really want that life, so I came so out. What do you come out here to do? Well, I didn't really intend to end up here. This is just kind of where the money ran out and where I stayed. But uh, I intended to, to strike it right. I intended to make it all the way out to California, find the gold. You think that's all true about? Oh, I know it's true. <laughs> my brother, my brother went out west a number of years ago, and I just know he's he struck it rich out there. And I was gonna join him, and we were gonna together just pull that gold out of the earth and just. 
we were gonna be, be, be somebody. Ah, the dreams of the gold strikers. Miss Jojo, how are you this evening? And a gentleman walks up to you who has, who has I like, love him. just the most glorious mustache. And he is dressed almost as finely as the banker you saw earlier, Josie. Still quite pat. You would know this man very well. He is a guy you have seen around in the in the saloon, but not as much lately. This is uh, Dr. Chevalier. And uh, you, Jojo, are, are knowledgeable enough that you don't entirely trust this guy and be like, Jojo, my dear, you will have to introduce me to your young companion, Miss I am Dr. Chevalier, and he would if, and he would kiss your hand and he would Does he linger any longer than necessary? He sits down next to you in like at this and he would just be talking, he's like, please, who is your handsome young ward? I'm Josie Hawkins. Josie Hawkins, like poetry. <laughs> of course, of course, Miss Josie. Has Miss Jojo, <laughs> did, did your gun click out? <laughs> I will be taking my leave. <laughs> I know what I'm not wanting. <laughs> I definitely flip the tail of my shirt over just a little bit and lean into him. For that, I just didn't know if your young companion knew anything about my most magical elixirs. Of course, if you don't want to end up destitute, down on your luck, you could benefit from one of my potions, my tonics or tinctures. She is quite fine without your tonics and tinctures, doctor. But don't be so hasty, my dear, and he would have like a suitcase that he like hands on the table and he opens it up and I like, put my hand on the top of it as he goes I to open it. Don't know who you think I am, doctor, but I didn't come here with a lot of money to spend. Oh, well, <laughs> listen, my dear, as you know, as Miss Jojo knows, of course, the first one is on the house. I think Ooh. she's good. I'm assuming I've make a power check. Okay. <laughs> power. What I am picturing power. is that power. I took the free tonic at one point and it didn't end well. Yeah. yeah. This is an opposed power check. So what do I need to get higher or lower? You need to get lower than me. Oh shit. Eighty-eight. Nope. And so he would Wait. he would oh, no, take your that. hand and gently move it off of his suitcase like and he would open it up again and you would notice a variety of colorful vials in this suitcase and he'd be like you may pick any one you like my dear it is no obligation to I'm purchase just wondering anymore. like what what do they do well they do a variety of things my dear this they make things come out for fans this is the tonic of hawk eyes and this will give you heightened perception to be able to see the Tiniest speck of gold in the river. Which one did you give Jojo. her? You lie. <laughs> Liar. I gave her a tonic that she asked for, and apparently she did not administer it correctly because it did not do her much good. This all comes, of course, with uh, distinct instructions that will help you to administer it correctly, of course. All right, so Hawkeye, what the else? Potion of Hawkeye, of course. There are many other potions. We have the potions of Cat's Grace. The potion of Cat's Grace will, of course, make sure that you are as sure-footed as a mountain lion or a mountain goat, as the case may be. And of course, and he just kind of goes on and on and on and kind of anything and everything you could want to be better at, he has something for you. 
What would you like to be better at, my dear? What is your deepest desire? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can see that she's visibly uncomfortable with this whole thing mm -hmm. and say, uh, maybe next time I'm in town I can grab something. Mm, of I'll, course. I'll think it over. And he would, before he, he would kind of like nod and he would take a, a vial out and he would like put it down on the table and close his suitcase. And this is just a vial of green liquid and it has a four leaf clover on it. And he'd be like, on the house, my dear. Where's the instructions? <laughs> <laughs> this one is easy, my dear. Anytime you want to uh, have a little burst of luck, down the old hatch. And he would uh, clip, clip, like clip his little suitcase shut, and almost immediately Clara comes over and be like, "Would you get out of here, you snake oil salesman?" He said, "I will go." And he like immediately, like as though he is being shooed out of the bar. Perhaps this is why you haven't seen as much of him lately. And he I've been, been trying to signal to someone the whole time. He has when he been was kicked here. out yeah. of here many times, and it seems like that is what's happening right now. And he would one last time as he is leaving, look at the vial, look at you, and wink, and then he would peace out. What do you reckon's in here? River water? <laughs> <laughs> or horse piss or something worse. It, it's it's up to you what you do with it, but I do not recommend drinking it. Well, I just think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so, I will say at this time, um, one by one, Clara makes her way around to you. And, because it's about time. And she would lean down and she'd be like, it's about that time. And she would usher you back into like a back room. You notice now the bar is kind of starting to empty out. Um, it has been a wonderful, fun <laughs> One more call for alcohol. Um, but anyway. I'll have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and so I imagine you would all get a complimentary drink. So you feel Finish like- Finish your copyright claim. You feel, yeah. <laughs> and you would uh, get a feeling that maybe last call doesn't apply to you. And so, um, when you get That's to this dangerous. back room, it's not even like a closable door, it's just like a little alcove. And you all sit there, and you see each other, and then, maybe ten minutes later, yeah, leave. Bat, Bats would have another cup of coffee, and you could just kind of tell he's staring at it. Mm. <laughs> Past your bedtime, old man. <laughs> Jed just has like kind of a sleepy, like satisfied look, and just big old smile. I'm never gonna hear the end of it from Moses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still drinking beer. Oh, oh yeah. Who's Moses? And you guys um, hear the the music pretty cut out, and then you hear Miss Lorraine saying goodbye to somebody, and presumably the pianist. And um, then she would kind of come back, and she has like a rag over her shoulder, and she'd be like, "Welcome, friends." Uh, Miss Lorraine. Yeah. Thank you for your hospitality. We got your note very welcome and uh, Clara would set down one last drink in front of all of you and she's like I'm sure you're wondering why I've called you all here and that's where we're gonna end session one Hello, everybody. This is Carrie again at Dice Tales Live. We want to thank you so much for joining us for that awesome episode. We sure hope that you enjoyed listening to it half as much as we enjoyed making it. One last big shout out to our sponsors and friends of the show, Gaming Paper, Character Case, and of course our guys over at Sirenscape. Thank you all so much for your support over these years. We truly, truly, truly cannot thank you enough. 
And of course, to our loyal listeners, thank you for tuning in week after week. We sure hope that you enjoy yourself when you're here and that you think about us when you're not. Of course, feel free to check us out on all the social medias. We are Dice Tales Live on all of them. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Check us out on GamingPaper.com. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Twitch and pretty much everywhere that you can find podcasts. We would sure love to invite you into our nerdy little community. And we hope that you consider coming back for our second episode of The Darkness Outside of Broken Branch on Dice Tales Live. Thank you so much for listening.